Welcome to episode 145 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Hey guys, so welcome along to episode 145 of I Am Talk. With Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Hulse. How you going, mate? Sensational. Why are you sensational? Because it took me 45 seconds or so to get here this morning. I so was. Uh, Joe and I went for a walk yesterday and we mm. walked past your house. Mm. We walked to your house and we thought we can't really stand outside and look at it because you might. It just looks a bit <laughs> odd. So we walked back by. Thinking going back home may take you a little bit longer. Could Slightly do. uphill. Slight incline. I'm thinking maybe 53. 53? Yep. Just between you and me. Good. Oh, n- nice rhyme. <laughs> I've been well working done. on it. Iron Talk is proudly brought to you by coffeesofhawaii.com. For the world's best coffee, enter the discount code for 20% off. Trybuyers.com. Just get on the deals. And athlinks.com. Social networking for endurance athletes for all your results, tracking, and social needs. Been a big weekend, isn't it, mate? It's been a very big weekend. I think one of us is sore than the other. Yeah, I'm definitely very sore. Yeah. <laughs> 3.8k swim just doesn't quite. Kill me, like a 42k run may hurt you a little. Well, we're going to have a bit of discussion about that pretty soon. This week's show is, is weak, to be fair, isn't it? it it's, it's strong, but it's weak. Oh, it's strong, but it's weak. The bits yeah. that are done on the weekend are good, Yeah, but this bit here is a bit weak. We're struggling because uh, I don't have an internet connection at home John's yet. moved into his new flash house. How many keys yeah. you got, you are saying? Got a lot of keys. Yeah. Fort Knox. Fort Knox. <laughs> and he doesn't have the interweb, so so there weren't many show notes with you. No. And I, I tried to explain to the, my provider that I run an internet-based business. Did you tell them business. you're an internet superstar? Yeah. Well, I didn't say that. I was an internet-based if business. If you call them up and say, look, I'm an internet superstar, I think you're going to be in. Okay, I'll try yeah. that stuff. And pull off the old, do you not know who I am? And it's also a little difficult to call them when I don't have a phone, so the old oh. mobile bill's cranking up. Hurts. Oh, well, you only 41 second ones. Come, come, come on my phone. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've got, this week we've got news. We've got, we have got an age grouper. We have got an age grouper. We haven't got a high five. No, we've got the Hot Topic of the Week. Hot Topic of the Week, and then we're basically going to go interviews that we did over the weekend, or basically that Porno did. Uh, I did a couple. Well, you, you did a week effort. I, I did do a week effort. So the show might be a little disjointed, and we may repeat things, because it obviously goes through the day in Wanaka, and yeah. I interviewed Chris McDonald after the race, uh, and Keegan Williams, a Kiwi guy, did a few random bits here and there, and then Porno was our guest interviewer. And he took control. He did take control. I haven't actually listened to them yet, so I'm hoping he yeah. did a good job. So he interviewed... Gina um, Ferguson and Maren Greenwood, who was yep. second Maren Greenwood slash Maren Johnson, yep. and another girl who was, I think, the first age grouper in her first Ironman race. Oh, uh, really? Which was good. And just a bit of other random stuff. Is that so. that blonde girl who was behind us when yes. we were, oh, lots yep. of noodles. Yeah. Oh, very good. So in the news this week, we've got, we got lots of news to talk about. Challenge Wanaka, first up. Challenge Wanaka, look at that photo, John. If you go to triathlonshots.com, they've got a photo of the boys going over the finish line. Jerseys. And we're looking looking hot. Look at me, I'm the only one with the old classic jersey on. I know. Uh, I might get sued. We, 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 were, we were worried about you know, infringing on uh, Iron Man rights, so Porno and I had the I Am Talk jerseys on. Beautiful. So tell us about the day, John. What do you think? I thought it was a, it was a well-run event again. Um, it was good crowds around the sort of finish area. So yeah. I'm not quite sure what it was like out on the course. Um, but the swim was either, I, I think it was probably long. It was it was a bit of chop out in the swim. It was extremely slow. Yeah. I'll pull up the results while I, while I chat. So okay. um, 
I, I, you know, the leaders were coming out of the swim in 54 minutes, and when I went out and did the swim, we did 54 minutes as well. And there's a little bit of chop, but I don't really feel it was four minutes worth of chop. Uh, so the swim was long. The bike um, was slightly different to last year. It was basically the same course. They did things in slightly different orders. It was better done that way as a spectator. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. friendly race. And, uh, and they changed another little bit of the course as well. So the, the times were significantly faster. So um, I'm interested to know whether it was a course change or whether it was just good conditions. But for the individuals, uh, the, I think conditions were pretty good. They got a little bit of wind towards the end of the ride, but it wasn't too bad. Um, but for the teams, I know they really got slammed by the, the wind a bit more uh, towards the end. So Chris McDonald, he was um, well down out of the I can't swim. find the results. Where am I if going? If you go to live... Live. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And race results. Okay. You keep talking. Chris McDonald. Chris McDonald was well behind out of the swim. He was around about a minute and a half to two minutes down. He got he got bumped. He got smashed a little bit in the water. He said that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he lost his goggles, I think, and then tried to catch on to the pack. Didn't happen. No. Not a happy man. But the, the swim was well spread out. I, I expected them pretty much all to come out together. You know, mm. Hillary, um, Dragster, Justin Granger, Chris. Pretty much all those guys, but it was pretty spread out. It was basically Dragster and Gina off the front. Justin Granger was there. Um, and so they just they headed out on the bike, and uh, and I didn't really see much from there. I mean, uh, Chris McDonald monstered the first section. He caught them within about 40K. Yeah, but Justin Derrick actually had the fastest ride. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, by about 20 seconds, I think, or something mm. like that. Yeah. So Chris will probably tell you a bit more about his race when he, get, when he gets there. But, uh, and then coming off the bike, he had a lead of, uh, it was around about three to four minutes over Justin Deere. Justin Deere looked like he was running really well, so Chris probably would have been a little bit worried about that. Uh, Keegan Williams and Peter Vabrusik were the, were the next ones um, coming in, and then uh, then there was a big group that was around about twelve to fifteen minutes down. That included um, sort of Dragster, last year's winner Mark Svetson, Axel Reiser, um, Justin Granger, and uh, and they were chasing down, but they were in for the for the minor money. So that's how it sort of just. Um, panned out over the run and, and most of the top guys sort of ran about the same run splits so um, there wasn't really much change in positions Chris McDonald ran well a 251 yeah um, and then he had a solid day really having the bad swim yeah uh, really good day yeah, yeah. Mm. and good steady run he doesn't look great when he's running but he just no. keeps, keeps a good speed going and uh, you know if he went and did a a 10k race, I don't think he'd have a very good time. I think he can just maintain that sort of four minute K pace. But yep. if you really ask him to go a lot quicker than that, I think he'd, he'd probably struggle. Keegan Williams, I thought, was a great race. He ended up in second place. That was a real breakthrough race, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, because last year he came along, blew up, mm. and he's, had a, he's, had, he's had around under nine hours. But they were saying he's done an eight and a half somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know where that is. but mm. So that was solid. He came in and se- Chris was first in eight hours 37, new course record. Uh, Keegan Williams was second in 8.44, um, only just second. Yeah, when I was going up for the run, they were, they were coming towards the end, and you could see Pete coming up behind him. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was catching him, but he just ran out of time. Uh, I, was, I, I, was, I was sitting on a corner outside our motel giving people splits, and I told Peter Vabrusi, he came past, he was in fourth place um, going out in the last lap, and I said, I want to see you in third when you come back. Yeah. He started yelling all this stuff back to me and wanting splits, and I told him the splits, but uh, yeah. Justin Deere did actually blow up on the on the uh, the second lap of the run. He went from second down to fourth yeah. in 8.44. 47 
Um, Mark Svetson, I don't know if that pronunciation's right, he was first last year, only managed fifth this year. His time, though, was only about five minutes slower than last year. Uh, so why was it a fast course? Is it Why was it faster? Well, the swim was slower, so yeah. that means the rest of the course was way quicker. Yep. So Chris They did have a mean wind going out of town on the bike. Right. Yeah, because we went to watch porno, we, and we, missed, we, we were having coffee, and we were going to wait for him to come through town again. Yeah. And we missed him. So did I. I. I ran down there, and uh, yeah, I missed him as well. Yeah. By about a couple of minutes. So we jumped in the car, and we drove out to see him, and uh, they were, he was flying like the wind, but yeah. he said in the second half, he got hammer-timed. Yeah. 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 So I think um, the bike time was quite a bit quicker than last year and the run time seemed to be quicker than last year. I think they did make some minor changes to the run as well. So hopefully next year we can have exactly the same course yeah. and we can actually compare times because that's what frustrates me, especially when I did the race two years ago. Nice. And the times, are just, they're just not comparable. So people who think they've got fast times, it's just it's a different course. You know? it's just, it doesn't is, there, is there any person in particular here, no, Somebody went three minutes quicker than me. That, um, <laughs> that, that, I, I think it was just a course... <laughs> You're not giving it to them. No. Okay, and the females, well, Gina just dominated the dojo, didn't she? She uh, won it by what half an hour. There wasn't much of a pro field in the end, only her, Merrin, and Hillary turned up. But you got to give some big plugs here to Merrin. Great day for her. Very good day. Uh, running a 3.20 marathon, I think that's pretty uh, pretty impressive. Yep. Um, you know, her swim's not that strong, 102, which you know probably equates. She said she had a terrible swim, but yeah. for her standards. So Gina's swim was 54, and she's normally out in around about 50, so you've pretty much got to take about four minutes off all the swims. Yep. Um, she rode a 5.14 and a 3.15 for a 9.28. I think it's a course record by about five minutes from Did last you cruise year. the run? Uh, she didn't look like she was in a whole lot of pain. You yeah. know? And, and 3.15 for her, well, we She's doing New Zealand, so there was no need for her yeah. to push it, was there? And you got it under control. But still, you know, 9.28 on that course is um, is not bad. Yep. And uh, you always sort of look at the first pro guy, and she's about, what, 50 minutes behind the first pro guy, which is pretty standard. Yep. So I think that wasn't, wasn't too bad. Merrin, really good to see her in second place. Uh, and Hillary was third. What would be interesting for Hillary is whether she made it in, in time for the, the, money. the prize money. Uh, I Probably believe. Not. Well, it would have been touch and go because it's. Yeah. I believe it's five percent. Seven point five. Oh no, she'll be fine. I was working on five percent, so no, she she would have probably had that <laughs> all figured out. Oh really? Uh, she would have gone, Gina would have been running the other way and saying, "Slow down by four minutes. <laughs> I'll give you a thousand bucks." <laughs> what was the prize money? Do you know? Uh, no. No, okay, good work on your piece here. So it was, uh, it was a good day, good to see lots of age groupers out there having a good time. Okay, um, so let's talk about Team IM Talk. Team IM Talk. Yeah. Um, so Jombo went into the water, I, was, I had high hopes for him. A little bit disappointed when the 14-year-old girl came in before you. <laughs> this is discussed later on as well. Uh, I, actually, I, was actually, I was actually drafting off the 14-year-old girl, and the 14-year-old girl needs some bloody spectacles because she was taking me bloody left. Right oh, and so, you didn't think to go in front of her? No, so I ditched her, and uh, I think she was only just in front of me, I think, because we had a group of four sort of working together. Yeah. And uh, She must have got you in the sprint to the... To the change of it no she didn't get me there and we'll discuss that in a second oh okay did you um, get lost no no so she she beat me out and I think there was another girl in front of me it was a young guy as well who was quite yeah he would have only been about 15 yeah <laughs> what's happening there was, there was some gun swimmer who did bloody a 45 on a course that was four minutes long so yeah. if it had been accurate he probably would have Excellent done excellent swimmer but Man, he must have just been absolutely flying. But no, I, th- I had an okay swim. Yep. I, th- I thought it would have been a bit quicker because I was pushing hard, a bit harder than what I would in an Ironman race. Yep. And uh, I was. What'd you do? What, what was your time? 50, 54. It's on there somewhere. Um, there we go. What did we do? So I did a. 53. No, 53. 53. Yeah. 20. Get that right. 10th tenth, uh, tenth out of the swim. Nice. I was, I was, that was okay. 
that makes me feel a bit better. It's about a minute quicker than the first individual, so that's probably about right. Okay. But it was like when you make that turn for the last head to home, which is probably say four hundred meters, you know, you just got to start giving it, <laughs> and all of the bunch was doing zigzags trying to shake people off their feet. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it was quite good fun. But it seemed like a bloody long way. Jeez, man, when I came around the first lap, I thought that that felt like. So, a, did you think uh, it was long? It felt long. I mean, it was only four minutes long, but um. But it felt like when I set it out in the second lap, I thought I'd already like done the distance. So how did you find it? Was it funny, kind of like doing it and thinking, "Oh, now I don't have to do the rest of the race." I didn't. I didn't go and get my finished t-shirt because <laughs> I, I didn't feel like I'd done much. Yeah. So no, it was it was it was good, but uh, it, it's a, it was a bit like a bike race because you, you kind of sat behind people a bit and. Um, you didn't. I, one time I came around and went to the front and really tried to hammer it, and people just jumped on your feet and yeah. couldn't really get away. So it was a bit like a bike race, and um, yeah, no, I think it turned out okay for me. It was I'm not in great swim shape, so yep. that was about as good yep. as what I could have expected. And then Porter got on a bike and he ended up doing what, what have we got here? Five thirty nine, thirty four. And he was stoked there as a PB for him, and to get twentieth in the bike, he was pretty stoked. Uh, it's not as big as strength, so he was over the moon with that. He said sure. that uh, right when we saw him, he was flying like he'd done seventy k's and. Well, under two hours, and mm. you know, that's pretty fast for him. And uh, but he said the second half with the wind because the wind really did pick up later yeah. in the day, eh? yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then uh, we had a pretty slow transition, <laughs> that was my fault. So let's let's go back to T1. <laughs> oh, yeah, what happened at T1? One minute 33, the second fastest transition by three seconds. We missed out on getting, like, what, what oh, I could have got my little yeah. I'll, I'll blame you for not getting the transponder off my foot quick enough. Did I do that in T1? I don't yeah. think I did, did I? Yeah, you did. I was standing there. Heaving <laughs> and just about falling over, and uh, and you were taking the transponder off and putting it on Chapona. Uh, well, I was pretty terrible at that at T two. Look, yeah, but like some big teams twenty seconds faster. Yeah, I'll I'll take some responsibility for that. I wasn't there. That's <laughs> true, actually. <laughs> what, what happened? Where was the team? You weren't much of a team player, were you? Yeah, I saw him at the beginning of the day, and then I saw him to run down the finishing shoot. <laughs> That's the only times I saw I came, him. Um, I was coming through to Savani. I thought, Porter, he must be coming in shortly. I better get down there. And I was walking through, and I was just come through the tent. And I look over to my right, and I see Bevan running out. Like, Oops, <laughs> a little bit late. And then uh, the reason why I didn't cheer, I was going to come out and try to do a live interview on the run, um, but I was inside interviewing when you came around for your first lap. Uh-huh. And then when you did come down to the finish, I literally walked out of my motel thinking, Porno said, be outside your place at, say, quarter pass, and you should be sweet. And, uh, and I got outside there at quarter past, and Bevan was literally about 75 metres away. And uh, so there was Imagine if you missed that. That would not have been good, eh? That would have been bad. <laughs> I'm very near. I, I ran down from the motel, so I was uh, Look I was you ran. Yeah. And you had a good run. <laughs> yeah, I was talking my run. It's interesting because I really did think going into this that, I, that uh, you know, I think I probably always got a three hour, but I didn't expect to go that fast. It was really interesting. I think the thing is, is that I neglect how much aerobics keeps me fit because I really did only train six weeks for this race, and I think, you know, I was slightly concerned. Like I really wanted to go two fifty, and I kind of thought to myself, you know, maybe that's not realistic. And so I took the run quite conservatively. Conservatively, I did the first lap in what I considered a comfortable pace. Cameron round one twenty. I was quite surprised by that. So, and then the second lap for about five k, I had a bit of crook gut, but I stopped and did a bit of a number two, and <laughs> yeah, I did a Molina on the side of the course, and uh, and that got rid of that. And then just kind of worked towards the last five k, so I could kick in five k home and. And then I kind of figured, well, maybe I could do a 2.45, and yeah, and it just felt really good. So, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It would be interesting to see if I did a proper marathon training to see how fast I could go. So, yeah, but it was good. Loved it. Fourth fastest split, solid. Yeah. First fastest was 2.29, yeah, which wow. was that, that guy, Chris Dagg, from um, 
Queenstown, he just he just looks like he's motoring the whole way. So yeah. 229 is, is pretty solid. And in the second guy got 229 as well. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, good days there. And uh, so the winning team was ionised, and then the winning mixed team was outside sports. Mm. Nice. One interesting, another interesting thing. Stories. Was, uh, Stories. There was an Olympic, New Zealand Olympic cyclist there. And Joanna Kizanowski. Yeah, yep. and she raced. I think she rode pretty controlled. Uh, yeah. Very controlled. She only rode like a... Scroll down, go to the women's teams. Okay. Next page. Page six. Is it the women's teams? Yep, yep. So she only rode a 538. Um, So she looked pretty comfortable when I was talking to her at night and she was saying that she didn't take it easy. She was kind of conserving herself a little bit. But she said she had a whole lot of respect for what we do after doing that. Yeah, that's apparently she came in and Gina was coming across the line um, shortly after she finished her bike split because they were saying two hours difference. And... uh, and she thought, because <laughs> Gina rode a little faster than her, about twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes faster than her, and then ran a pretty solid marathon. Yeah. So that that was interesting to see. But she's she's a sprinter. She's not a um, yeah a yeah yeah. Rider, she so. said, "I'm really good at going fast and slow." Yeah. But when it's just constant, she said, it was, "Yeah, she just found it really interesting." Yeah. So it mm. was good. Um, I'm not going to dob people in here, but I was, <laughs> and I'm not going to name names, but I was very disappointed. I saw a, um, a one of the pro athletes wearing an iPod on the run. Oh, well, actually, I, I saw someone who was probably more important than that wearing an iPod on the run. Oh. I'm going to name names. So we'll have to do this after the show. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, some people, one oh, pro athlete has a quite a schemey one. They wear the Oakley glasses. Right. They have the, the MP3 player yeah. on it. Yeah. And so they could say, oh, it's just my glasses. But yeah. it's yeah. quite schemey, isn't it? It's, uh, I, I just thought it was a shocker. Yeah. You know? Well, I one, think you'll be more shocked when I tell you who it was. Uh, yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> But uh, you just—it's just like why would you sacrifice your prize money? I mean, um, especially at a race like this where you, you pretty much just have to finish yep. um, and be within that percentage, and you get prize money. Why would you risk that by wearing an iPod? Mm. Bizarre. Mm. But anyway, so that was challenge one for this year. Any they, funny stories? Um, funny stories. You told me you had a funny story on the night. You go, oh, I wait till the show. I got a funny oh, story. No, so you had, that's one of those ones you had to be there. It's old uh, the Philinator. He's not called the Philinator anymore. What's it's, it called? Uh, Philly, Philly Wee. Philly oh, Wee. he wears pants? No, that was just his, his wife let his little pet name slip. Oh, oh God, okay. Funny. Beautiful. And um, oh, we also had the, the sprint race on the Friday night. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, I finished 12th, so yeah. maybe 13th. Did you get lapped? I did not get lapped. That's the main thing. I was very impressed with my swim. I was only 30, maybe 30, 40 seconds down on the front guys, yep. and, the, and those guys are guys that make front pack at, at World Cup stuff, so yep. I, was, I was wrapped with that. Got in a bunch, it was fine. And then um, I was just disappointed with my run. I had a poor run, but I think uh, it, it was absolutely bucketing down with rain. Like you, you didn't come. You, you, where was that? Where was my support there? You know what I'm saying I'm not a team man. I didn't. I didn't hear people cheering there. I was in Queenstown. We we're making oh. apple crumble. Oh. It was great. Okay. So um, no, it was good. It was, it was actually really cool racing. I, th- I was I was bagging it a little bit before, saying, "Oh, you got this 2k circuit around yeah, town." But it worked. Um, it worked really well. It was. Sh- Big crowds all the way around um, the township. And so you always got the energy coming off, eh? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it pissed down with rain, so they all just sat under the shop awnings and in the bars. So it was great. It was a bit bumpy in sections. and uh, But no, it was, it was really cool. I, I would have liked to run better, but that's okay. They, um, first time I ever went down to watch the 12 o'clock finish. Oh, I've never yeah. done that before. Have yeah. you done it before? Uh, no, no. It's the first time we've done it. It was really great. Uh, they had the fireworks, and they, they do a great job of it. You know, they really don't spare any expense. And they had two guys who were coming probably half an hour late. They had the, the Garth, 
Garth Barfoot. Yeah, yeah. who's kind of always comes last. And then, but they had this other guy, and he must have been 60 himself, and he was running like a letter L, or, or like an upside L, like he yeah. was running looking straight at the ground. I've and I've seen him do that before. Oh, and honestly, I, and I think he was spitting blood, and I'm thinking, this guy's going to die. You're like, it was that much of a concern, but... Obviously you didn't, but yeah, and so it was good times. The one other thing, there was, uh, the Kiwis will know about this, but there was a um, a team down there, I presume they finished okay. Oh, they, they, they finished too, the 70s, yeah. all 70 plus. So one guy was, uh, yeah, they were all over 70, the oldest one was 79. Yeah, um, so that was and they finished within effect. the cut-off time too. Yeah. Yeah, just. Solid. So it was, it was good times. Good times. Uh, race would recommend, challengewanaka.com. Highly recommend it. It, it. It's a great event. They put on a really wicked event. And, and for the size of the people doing it, they, they kind of bet above it, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the one thing you've got to cons- factor in is um, if you know, you're going to race New Zealand Ironman or you're going to race Challenge Wanaka, the difference you're going to get at Wanaka is you're not going to get as many people out on the course. And for some people, that's something they look for. And yeah. um, I mean, actually, and... and, and I think this, the crowd support in Wanaka is fantastic. I think it'd probably be on par with um, with Tapa. You might get a little more out on the course. Yeah, than I think you're more out on the course. It might maybe more spread out. Whereas, yeah, um, yeah. And, and the, the when you come into town in Wanaka, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's it's great scenic race. Um, what was I going to say? I think the thing is as well is if you want to race, there's no drafting. Like it's pretty hard to draft because mm. there's not that many people on the bike course. So mm. you're pretty much doing the ride by yourself, mm. and, and that's kind of cool as well. Whereas you think of an Ironman, it's just a constant stream of riders. Yeah. So. That's kind of cool as well. Nice. Okay, uh, what else? We had a couple of 70.3 races on at the weekend. We had uh, South Africa 70.3. And John, you'll be a little bit disappointed, won't you, John? My ITU boys didn't come to the party. Tim Don, former world champion. Yeah. You know, he should dominate those Ironman guys, shouldn't he? He should. And what happened, John? He got dominated. He got dominated by about eight minutes, ten minutes. minutes. So Reynard Tissink. What a close race for first and second. Fraser Carmichael, or Carmel, got... Three seconds. Oh no, two minutes. Two minutes Sorry. and three seconds. Uh-huh. And then Constantina Bashaw was four oh four fifty. Tim Don was only four twelve. What happened? Didn't we know what happened? No, don't know. Word on the street is that Tim Don is considering doing Iron Man. What do you reckon? He, he's not as strong on the bike as um, some of the other guys. Like he's a great, great runner. Swim runner is he? Um, he's not as strong, but you know, I still think he'd do well. Okay, because he's an ITU athlete, and all ITU athletes are bloody gods. <laughs> well, apparently not on <laughs> that day. <laughs> Okay. You wait till he wins, Kona. And the girl side of things? Uh, Lucy Zanakova, who's from the Czech Republic, but I think she lives in South Africa, was first. Helene, poor oh man, B. Devart from Netherlands, 4.57, and Claire Kinsley in 4.59. We had another race, and where was it? I think it's Pusan. We've been told how to pronounce this, but we often <laughs> Many don't times, listen. and we never listen. So I think it's Pusan, but it's in, um, down in South America. Oscar Glendez took it out from Ronaldo Colucci and Daniel Fontana was third place. Yeah, Reebok, mate. It's been a while since you've seen Reebok, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reebok. Oh, no, he's a, he's a consistent performer, isn't he, old Oscar, eh? He did, but he had poor, didn't have a great race over in um, Ironman WA, but he's uh, he always performs well on home soil, sort of down, uh, down south, so. Great. Good. Chicks. Heather Golnick first, Lindsay Corbin second. Now she was um, she third in Kona, or no, maybe fourth or fifth in Kona, and Amanda Stevens in third place. Great work. It's that time of the year we need 70.3 races to fill our content. So any more news? That is the news for this week. Okay, I'm going to pause for a second so we can get discussion up. We'll be back in a second. We've just quickly done our P's, and the discussion we had from last week, and it was sent through from somebody, I can't remember who sent it through, but they said, do we, what do we think about athletes, pro athletes, pulling out of a race or finishing a race, you know, and, and what do we, basically what do we think about that? So, do you want to start? We'll do a couple of small ones and a couple of big ones. Peter Chambers, hi, John Bevan, love your work. Ultimately, the pros have got to protect their earnings and at a 
half Ironman, Ironman distance, it just isn't feasible for them to keep going if things aren't 100%. Although I'd always prefer to see the pro dig deep and give it uh, the distance the respect it deserves. Well, Ross Muir brings up a, a point here. They can do whatever they want. However, if I was a race director, I'd think twice about inviting back a pro who pulled out with a bogus excuse. Mm. Mm, that's really true, eh? When you think, of, like, let's be real, Mecca this year, yeah. I'm pretty sure he got, pretty got really good appearance money. You know, and yep, and you know, and wrote, and it's like maybe you know, pff, yep, didn't look that sick. No, <laughs> pussy man, just an Iron Man the week before. I mean, yeah, yeah, everybody can handle that. Uh, Andrew Brin Surge, I think they should try and finish, but there's no point um, if it could cause them a long term long term damage, or if they are um, at a long way off the pace and have more important races later in the season. My good mate, and Lee. I can see their point about pulling out of a race if things aren't going their way, but then if they're going to go into a race with the goal of winning it, uh, more races, more races, then it will be considered a failure. Surely, even as a professional athlete, there is something to be learned about finishing a race. As for the way age groupers see it, I have tremendous admiration for any pro that can cross the finish line with the likes of me at a 13 hour. Which is true. Remember the year that um, Klaus and Bjorn? Yeah, yeah, both blew up and they walked in. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was quite cool for a lot of age groupers to kind of see those guys, you know, really making an effort to finish the race. Cool. Uh, Stephen Matusik, I think they are totally uh, in the right if they are there to win or place highly. If I had a mechanical or other circumstance happens, that ends their chances of that. Better to try again later on. Do you want to grab any more? Because we'd go on forever. Um, do you want to read Bobby's? Bobby, funny that we have issues with pro triathletes, most of whom, whom earn less than garbage collectors, uh, making the business decision to save their, their bodies for the next potential payday. But then think it's fine when a highly paid basketball, soccer, football, basketball player comes out of a game or sits one out because of an injury or because they are being um, ineffective. Mm. Looking at it another way, if any of us folks with jobs had a place, had to place fifth or higher uh, in three races to earn whatever it as we earn, we could at most race uh, at a level worthy of fifth place or third three times each year. You wouldn't blow one of your wads on a race when you were completely out of the money. It would be an extremely irresponsible thing uh, to do and could potentially put one of the other two shots you had at risk. These people are professionals. Let them run their careers how they see fit and not judge them by the decisions they make. I understand them. If it is not your day, it could be on the 13th or 20th, but it could just you could just quit and take a payday 14 days later in another race. Then that is a decision some of them have, might have to make. As an age group, I am there because I want to race. As a pro, they are there to earn the money. Kudos to Tourburn, Faris and Norman for finishing. I'm not doing this. Oh! Oh, he'll blame it on the internet. He's gone into my bathroom. Here we go. I'll be back in a second. The, the phone company is calling me about my internet connection. But that wasn't the phone company, was it? It wasn't the phone company. I was company. reading here. Kudos to Tourborn, Faris and Norman for finishing at Kona. But uh, they are that little level above the average pro and probably don't only have to think about prize money but pleasing their sponsors with a finish line photo, which is probably true. Mm. Saying all this, I'd rather see them finish. Oh, and for Mecca, it would have been rather uncomfortable to spin to the big end of the little certain chain ring. Uh, and waiting 14 minutes is really not an option. Winning or just finishing. I have problems after a ride to the bike shop. So what's your thoughts? Uh, I think for the, the the pro athletes, it's a really dangerous precedent to set if you start pulling out of races. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it's not good. So I, I completely agree that they've got a business decision to make. Um, and if you're completely blown and smoked, and you're yeah, out but let's of say it, let's say you're having a day and 
you know what, you're having a day where it's, you're not doing terrible, but you're not doing great, and you know you're going to finish 11th. Mm. And you've got maybe 30k to go in the marathon. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's a tough one, eh? It is a very tough one. Um, you know, if, if I was in that position, I'd, I don't know, it is the second half of the marathon that really kills you, so... I would probably make the decision to move on and go to the next race. Yeah. Um, if there if there was no chance that I was going to get in there, if, if you were like eleventh and you had to get you, you think you probably could get up, then I'd probably carry on. But um, if there was no chance of any money, if you were sitting in say twentieth and only paid ten deep, yeah. and you were ten fifteen minutes off tenth, then yeah, I might might call it a day. But as I said, it's a really dangerous precedent to set. And when I see it more happening with short course athletes, they pull out with a, a sore tummy or something goes wrong. Yeah. Um, that's really dangerous, I think, because it's, it just becomes quitting becomes such an easy option. I think the thing is as well is that it really depends on the level of pro. Like you know, like Mecca, you know, it's kind of good if he can finish a race because he's kind of a star and all the rest of it, and he's got he gets probably really good appearance fees and all that kind of stuff. So whereas someone who's like a lesser pro, maybe second tier pro. You know, no one's paying them appearance fees. No. So if they don't finish, who cares? They go, yeah, they can go to the next race the next weekend and, get, and actually get some money. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there's a lot to be learnt by the mistakes you make, you know what I mean? Mm. And that, you know, like, if you can keep racing and actually finishing races, you'll learn something from your bad races. And if you don't actually finish, you're not going to learn those those mm. lessons. And so there's that as well. So I think, yeah, you need to do it a few times, push through and, and see what it's all about. But it's, um, yeah, at the end of the day, these guys are getting paid really piss all money yeah, it's terrible, so isn't it's, it? uh, you do just have to make the business decision and uh, it's sometimes not the ideals, ideal scenario you know you go into any Ironman race and, and I know when I was racing I'd be looking down the field going roughly where am I going to finish here and say there was you know 15 guys on paper that might be faster than me on the day yep. might be faster than me on paper I'd say well you pretty much guarantee that three to five of them are either going to pull out or they're going to have a mechanical yep. so that sort of moves, moves things up um, and we, if, I don't know if you've ever pulled out a race, but I've pulled out of maybe... No, oh, no, I had one bike race once. Yep. Yeah, I think I've pulled out of maybe two triathlons in my career. Um, I've crashed out of a couple, um, you know, or, or had mechanicals or something, but I think I've only ever pulled out two. And it was because I was being soft and, yep. uh, and I could have carried on. And uh, it, it teaches you a good lesson. So actually pulling out of one and feeling terrible about it does teach you a good lesson. But yeah. I see quite a few short course athletes, especially young athletes, pulling out with a small thing and yeah. it's a small excuse. And that's, uh, that's It's not creating mental toughness, is it? No, no. no. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Mm, well, we've got a pretty weak one this week. Oh, this is strong. Okay, you guys are going to be... You guys are sharing information this week, which is what we love doing. Um, so I'm interested to hear what your favourite swim workout is. Okay, so put your sets up. Put your lovely, your favourite sets, your favourite swim. Oh, great. Bevan's got hundreds of them. Oh, I tell you, I can't even remember a swim workout. <laughs> I'm going into epic with no swimming. Good. Yeah, I'm sitting at the back of the pack. Good. Righto, that's uh, this week's discussion news. Look at that, we've got half an hour out. Easy. So we're going to check on the interviews now. We're just going to put them on. We'll put some music on here first, but uh, we don't know if they're good or not. We don't know if there's any order or disorder. So we'll see you. Uh, I don't think there's any X-rated language. I think Chris McDonald maybe does a little bit of X-rated language. Oh, really? So He's a nice guy, eh? Yeah. He's a top guy. Mm. Here we go. Okay. Here's uh, some music first.
So uh, we're down at Lake Monica in the 2009 Monica Challenge, and actually John Bo's not next to me, but I've got the, the famous legendary Iron Man Talk person. Oh, I can't say Iron Man Talk, can I? I am Talk. <laughs> Do you give some <laughs> no, I'm not doing push-ups today. It's Sean the Porno. How you going, mate? Hey, good, good. It's a bit rough here, mate. The old um, weather's a bit average this morning, but... Um Hey, when you're swimming, it doesn't really matter. It's not going to be very nice out on the bike. There's a bit of a bunch at the front. Yeah, we've got the front, we've got Dragster and Gina Ferguson's the names that we've been hearing. Looks and like she's the white cap. There's what? How many? We've got four at the front. Yeah, there's, there's another woman in there though too. Yep. So it's uh, it's exciting times. It's pretty bloody Lap cold. one. How you yeah. feeling about the bike, mate? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, gonna rip we'll it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to create some spray behind it, that's what it's I tell you what, I'm about. shivering right now, it's that bloody cold, so yeah. soon we'll come back later on, but we're looking, well, it's not the best day in the world, but we're going to survive because we're truckers. Yep. See you soon. Alright, Uru. Oh, as you can hear right now, cheers, the crowd's cheers, been going cheers. crazy because we're from where? We have to always plug it at the back. From, from Romania. Because yeah. he's um, just come out of the water. It's exciting. No, wait, we'll start again. Don't worry, just keep going. I'll just, yeah, okay. As you can hear right now, the crowd's been going absolutely ballistic because Bobbed him from where? Romania. Where's Romania? <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> Eastern Europe. See, I don't know that. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> you got his name right, though. That's the start. I'm pretty happy with that. So, Bob, the last swimmer out of the water has just come out and just under the cut of time, I think he yeah, ended up doing was, about 2.10, maybe. Yeah, it was, what, five minutes or something yeah, under the yeah. cut of time? The um, team swimmers are out, so Jombo's actually out swimming at the moment. Yeah. Interesting in the swim. The swim's times have been quite slow today. The top pros came at around 54, which normally we'd expect them to do about 48 here. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, it's, it's a bit choppy, but I think it, the record's, what, 50 odd? 49, 50? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, Monica, yep. so yeah, so it's a, it's a slow day. John's hoping to do 54 here, saying so. We'll be interested yeah. in how that goes. He's a bit worried about the speedo downtime. Yeah, that's right. What he's was that established at for him? Yeah, 54. <laughs> 54. <laughs> we don't want to be around to see that. I tell uh, you. And uh, so there you go. So that's yep. So it's us out from bit here. A, but bit of a choppy old day. What's happening on the bike? Who was first on the bike? Um. I can't remember, but um, Dragster's in second. Gina's caught. Gina Ferguson is absolutely she third? Fourth, fifth, something wow. like that. She's up there with the men. Okay, so it's Looking like times. a mean machine, and she's been training in the uh, Winds of Oxford. The Winds of Oxford. <laughs> remember? Not in Oxford, England. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> Oxford, Canterbury. She's, she, she's moved out up. there to, to get used to hot blustery winds yep. from Hawaii so. Oh, there you go so so that's us from the swim we'll probably talk to you once Porno's out on the bike uh, just just a quick one there check out the name of the uh, boat out there Pointer the White Pointer oh, White Pointer <laughs> love your work <laughs> okay guys so we're uh, we're at the uh, bike, swim bike transition and next we have the uh, legendary coach John Newsom with an out knee how you feeling just done the swim. Yeah, looking Drying pretty off. hot with everyone's looking at you. Think, God, that guy's hot with his, his <laughs> top down. That girl over there, she's loving it. She is loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how did it go? It was okay. It was yeah. a, bit, a bit like a bike race, you know, when you're, when you're swimming in a team. So, a few surges, and I just sat in there, sat in there, and then did a little sprint on the run. Oh, did you? Yeah. So. I did notice there was a young girl who was before you. Yes. Yeah, she must have been, what, 12? Yes. <laughs> That's okay. That's so, okay. why, so, that, so why, why happens if any girls pass you on the run, Bevan? Well, I think that could happen. I've got the shits, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I could be in trouble. Um, why, why do you think the pros are so slow then, after being out there? Well, they were out there for about 54. Just, it was just long. There was a bit of chop out there. Did you think it was long? It was a little bit long, and maybe and a little bit of chop combined. No good swimmers to really push the pace. But, yeah. but having said that, they must kind of be mucking around because they dropped um, Hillary, they dropped Chris McDonald. Yeah. So they must have been pushing a little bit. But, you know, Gina coming out in 54, she's normally a sort of 50 minutes yeah, swimmer. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, 
doesn't make much difference really. They haven't actually been too good at giving updates on the bike. I'm not sure what's happening on the bike at the moment. I know Dragster was in second when they came back through town, but and Gina's going to win it easily. Yeah. But uh, it, it's really hard to see at the moment. So we don't really know what's happening on the course, but we'll give it to it later on. But um, any other comments? No, not really. No, it's no, good we'll, feel. We'll, the weather's coming around better, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's nice conditions for racing. It's just the odd little smattering of rain. And uh, but it's it's a nice temperature, so they should have a good day. And the wind's not too strong. That was everybody's sort of. Is the wind going to be favourable, or it's going to be probably a little bit of a tailwind uh, going out, and then a headwind on the way back. Oh, but that sucks. it's pretty minimal compared to what it can be down here. So Porno's out on the bike, and uh, John's trying to find his family. So we're going to sign off. Homeless. Good luck with your family. Thank you. So we've, I've got Sean the Porno here, the IM Talk biker. Um, we came out of the swim today, I did 54 minutes, which Bevan is going to come on the show later on and say that he could have swum sub 54, but the course was a little long, a little chop out there, so it wasn't too bad. He was even saying that while you were out there. I know, it was, it was <laughs> disgraceful, but uh, we'll see how he gets on in that run. And then uh, did the tag, passed it over to the, the Pornmeister, and uh, you went out there and did your bike, how was it? It was... Um a, a ride of two halves, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, um, yeah. The first ninety was good. It was nice and um, overcast and cool and uh, pretty quick. Got to Cromwell pretty quick, but then um, there was those, the telltale sign of the uh, bending trees, which meant we were going to come back into the headwind for the for the next good kind of sixty k, and it was uh, pretty ugly times out there by yourself. So. <laughs> But it was, um, you know, everyone, everyone's in the same boat. I, I really felt for the individuals who were hauling into that wind. There were some pretty distressed-looking people who, even halfway through hitting around 120, the ugly 120, there were some pretty distressed-looking individuals. So, yeah. Did you race this race last year as an individual? Yeah. 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 And um, how did your bike time sort of compare heart rates-wise? Or did you wear out one? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't wear it last year either. That will be noted on the next training program. <laughs> last year I forgot my strap. So. What, was, what was your time compared to last year? Um, it's about oh, eight minutes quicker or something like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, last year was calm the whole way. So, yeah, the, the, this, this race has got a bit of a reputation. They seem to have um, been quite kind on the roading side and gone around and put more rough chip down the, the old New Zealand rough chip boulders. <laughs> we can we can hear the uh, the chopper coming in, which means Gina Ferguson's about to to finish. She's going to be finishing in around about nine hours twenty seven minutes. So it's going to be a course record by what you do about six or seven minutes from last year. So some really fast times out there, which is uh, I think it's testament to a pretty pretty good day. The winds didn't really come up for the came up for the team riders, but I think for the individuals it wasn't too bad. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, She's just smoking. Did you get a split to second place? She was about 20 minutes in front? It's around about 20 minutes back to Marin Johnson, the local girl. So, And then we had uh, Hilary Biscay was coming in third. So that's, so that's your pro field. That's, yeah. that's three pro women. <laughs> you got any aspiring pros and you want to get a payday and come to a cool race, Challenge Wanaka is the place to be. But you always got to keep a look out because you do have to be within a certain percentage of first. Uh, percent, yeah. So yeah. You, you can't just go out there and come in in uh, 11 and a half hours and get some prize money. You do have to they've got that quality factor so this is a race on the rise I think how, how, do you, how did you rate it compared to last year it, it's good you know I mean uh, well, you raced first year didn't you I raced first year and that was cool because it was first year um, second year I thought they built really nicely this year it's well established there's lots of people out there 
and I think it's just fantastic. They've got the National Series race here, and, uh, and it's just brought a few more people into town. And I've got the radio calling, so I've got to stop there. Okay, I'm doing a really shocking job on getting anybody on here. I've only got uh, two people so far, so Bevan's going to have a good old laugh at me, but everybody seems to have disappeared. Gina's disappeared, uh, the glove man disappeared. Um, so we're going to sit here with, I feel good already. With, with Guy from Blue 70, who smoked it in the swim last night, got told to do a bit of work on the bike in, in the group, because there's a few people sitting in, and then had a bloody good run and almost ran me down. I was slightly told though, so thank, thank you there. Do some work! <laughs> so Guy, um, you having a relaxing day? Yeah, it's been pretty good, eh? I've been out uh, taking some pictures, shouting at some athletes, and uh, enjoying the weather. So we had uh, Blue 70 female first out of the water. Yes, we did. We had Blue 70 first out of the water. Then we had um, Blue 70 men, second, third, I think fourth, I could be wrong, I could be wrong, and then um, first, second and third men overall, so is this, is this your first time Monica? It is my first time in Monica. Came to... Impression so far? Oh, it's a fantastic place, I've loved it, totally loved it. And uh, we've got second place, Maren Johnson, sort of about to come in. Um, any any new developments on the Blue 70 front at this stage? Uh, Maren's coming second. She's a Blue 70 athlete. That's a new front. Nice, nice. Um, you should be a broadcasting professional. I'm, I'm thinking about taking your job. I'm not going to lie. Actually, you can keep yours. I'll take Bevan's. <laughs> exactly. Good. And... Uh, What's the plans for, for you this racing season? Well, number one plan is to beat you. 20 seconds in it, ladies and gentlemen. 20 seconds in it. Next time there won't be 20 seconds. I mean, negative one. Are you going to Timaru next weekend? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do um, uh, Taupo and then Auckland. Are you going to those? Oh. It's I, I, I steer clear of these drafting races when I can. The rematch is going to have to wait then. I know. But it's on. I'm training for one Good. thing. One thing only. <laughs> There's our Blue 70 update for today, and uh, I've got to go do uh, child care now, so we're not going to have too many interviews, so it's going to be down to Bevan from here on in. Okay, we've had some uh, guest interviewing by Shono, the porno Barnes, who we, we understand has done a stellar job, we'll find out when this one uh, goes yeah. live to air. It's either, it's either awesome or shit, <laughs> we, we haven't actually uh, reviewed it yet, I'm saying it's awesome. We started the day off with a uh, cruisy 54 minute swim and then uh, backed that up with Sean O's 5.36 on the bike, was it? Yeah. 5.38, we'll call it, call it 5.36. Yeah. Solid, solid. At 5.30. At 5.30, <laughs> round, round it down. And then Bevan's just come in with a very solid run. Tell us about your run, Bevan. 2.43. Yeah, I was pretty stoked to be honest. I did the first half and I, I was sitting on a pretty solid, just a comfortable pace. I got to halfway and I'd done like an hour 20 for the first half and I thought, maybe I've gone too fast, but I felt comfortable and then I had about a flat patch of about 3K before the 30K point, but then from there I felt good and I thought, I want to go under 2.45 because PB and just felt good and then kind of 5K to go. It's kind of, it's a nice course because the last 5K is kind of downhill and so you've got a couple of short climbs, but once you knew 5K to go, it's pretty safe and then saw Coach John with the jersey, fired up and we got to the finish line, so it was good. Coach John made it by a mere five seconds, no joke. I walked out of the motel and people said, where's your guy? And I said, he's 
coming right now. So I must say, if you're really up about doing a race overseas, if you're not in New Zealand, this is a great race. Eh? It's just beautiful course, well run, good spirit. You know, everyone's into it. Eh? You liking that run course? Oh, it's beautiful, and it's nice because you're not on the road the whole time. It's about half, yeah, half off road, isn't it? So yeah, so, no, great. Honestly, beautiful. Quite I've ironic because we, we were just saying that. I wonder, I wonder if John's actually going to identify Bevan in time. And then, um, sure enough, oh shit, there's Bevan. <laughs> I'll let to leap the hoardings. Actually, Bevan's highlight for today would have been jumping the hoardings, hurdling the hoardings. Yeah, that's right. Lap one, he, he made himself a superstar. Um, didn't we? We were like, because I went down, well, I said, which way? And they go, that way. And I went down the winner's shoot, and I was going down the winner's shoot, and they go, here's the team's winners. And I was like, oh shit. So I jump over the fence. I got a big cheer. It was worth it. It was an impressive display of her in the middle of a marathon you wouldn't see too many doing that yeah. good day. didn't pull a hammy no I was worried about that afterwards but no it made it so it's pretty much been our day really hasn't it it's been a solid day um, lovely day yep and did you pass lots of people on the run yeah, only one guy passed me. It was that real fast guy. Oh, the Dag. Yeah, he got me here right in the first 2K. You got me in the 29 marathon. No training. He's first. just been working on the farm hard. <laughs> uh, I think the first team went 8.09, I think. So, very solid day. It says a lot about that prem they have here, doesn't it? That for, the, for the top guy yeah. of the first team. And did you what? see Felix finish? No, no I think he's still coming in. Yeah, we'll, so we'll I passed him on the first lap. What more credit can you have for a race when the the, the director of the whole series uh, yeah. goes out there and does it? So that was really good to see. Well, yeah. he rocked up to the race briefing and um, just int- introduced that he was doing it. Um, no, no one knew. <laughs> It's been a good day. It's been uh, it's been quite fascinating actually sitting here after the race in the um, the recovery sort of tent and just seeing the days look on some of the especially the first few pros coming in and you sort of see them moving towards a chair and just slowly lowering themselves into <laughs> it and then just sitting there in a daze for you know a good half hour or so. So it's been all good. It's been a good feed. Like yeah. sub, Subway's Subway. turned up. Yep. Subway's turned up with more cookies than you can shake a stick at. It's been very solid. Yeah. <laughs> most, most people are grabbing armfuls of cookies. Sometimes I refer to them as the sugar, butter and chocolate mix. <laughs> well, um, what else goes in cookies? I know. And we've, we've, got, we've got a listener of the show just pulling up. And this is Del, who's going to be on Epic Camp, so you'll hear a bit from him shortly. So, anything else for today's wrap? Uh, record today. We're going to get Bevan's going to go and do some more interviews because I've done such a piss poor effort today, <laughs> and uh, I could not find a lot of people. So, that's us signing off for today. But there may be a few other bits inserted. If you want to check out the race, go to challengewanaka.com. They've looked after us very well, and uh, we recommend all their races. So, give them a go. See you later. Doing a team, is he? Bevan's doing a team. And uh, if he doesn't break three hours, he's getting down trout. It's the. No, we don't. <laughs> we we did actually have a um, a plan. Well, I had a little plan of attack that it was going to be sub 50 minutes. I had to do in the swim. Uh huh. Make sure you went under about 5:45, and then sub three for Bevan on the run. And then I saw you guys swim about 55 minutes, and I was like. Let's just revise that a little bit. <laughs> so I, I saw you coming out of the swim, and, I, and you were, it's fair to say you're a little way down. What was sort of going through your mind when you came out of the swim? Um, I, I had a decent start, and I was right on Luke, Luke Drax's feet off the line, and then uh, simultaneously Keegan and uh, Juzzy Granger just absolutely clouted <laughs> me, uh, and it just knocked the wind out of me, and I kind of had to stop and recompose myself for a second, um, and I lost them, and I was with Hillary and a couple others and I was as the swim went on I just got more and more pissed off yeah. um, and I knew I was going to be significantly down and I 
came out and Marilyn told me I was two and a half minutes down and uh, I jumped on the bike and I was angry um, and I, I went out way too hard. I ended up catching them at 30k so took two and a half took two and a half minutes out of them in 30k and I thought what the hey I'll just keep it rolling and see what happens and um, Peter V uh, was on my wheel and he was the only one who came with me and yeah it was about 80 kilometers and I looked down and went through 80k and 155 and I was like this is stupid um, and uh, Justin Deere was he was about a minute back and he was going about the same pace so I I know Justin well and so I just backed off and I knew Peter wouldn't come around um, and I just let Justin ride up to us and and I knew Justin would work really hard together um, so yeah we we worked together and ended up dropping Peter and dropping Keegan and and uh, got away and at about 140k I went through a real low patch and I thought uh oh uh, that, that first 80k is coming back but yeah then 150k going through Lake Harwear I just came good um, I kind of backed off for a bit and came good and and then managed to ride away from Justin um, yeah and end up coming in off the bike with a two and a half minute lead so this year's race, I mean, was significantly faster than, than last year. I think you probably went probably what, close to 15 minutes quicker. It was at least at least 10 to. Yeah, I was 8:37 this year, and I yeah, 10 minutes. I was 8:47 last year. Yeah, yeah. 8:49 so last year. So I mean, um, conditions looked pretty good out on their bike there, but the swim, yeah, that was four probably four, four or five minutes slower than last year. What's what's made the difference this time round? I mean, um, you're obviously quicker on the run, but. Was it, was the changes on the bike course had much influence? Uh, not not really. Like uh, the the change on the bike course was was much of a muchness. Um, the little out and back was nice because you got to see where everyone was. So I, I kind of like that. It was only a couple of k out and a couple of k back. Um, but the the first uh, probably ninety k was significantly quicker than last year. Um, we had, we didn't go all the way out to. Uh, treble cone um, so that took a few hills out there but uh, then all the way to Cromwell we had a pretty nice tailwind um, so I mean we got down to Cromwell really really fast um, and it wasn't long after that that uh, Justin and I got together and and we we you know worked probably a little too hard but we worked really hard together for 50k to try and put a good gap on the rest of the guys um, and I ended up going uh, probably like 10 minutes faster on the bike this year than last year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously I lost a few minutes, hence from the swim. Yeah. I swam 50 last year, but uh, I don't exactly know what my run time was, but I think it was about 2.52 or 2.51, so I'm stoked with that. Yeah. And um, since you know this time last year, I mean, you've had some bloody good races. You've had a win and you've had a few podiums. I mean, has training been much different this year, or has it been just a, some more that continuation, that natural progression you've had over the last sort of four or five years? Um, I've changed a few things up. Um, I certainly, uh, a couple of years ago, I just used to do long stuff all year. Uh, would just re- repeat long week after long week after long week until I couldn't anymore, and then take a few easy days. But I've just changed the training a little bit. I do a little bit more intensity on the bike now than I used to. Um, Swimming has completely changed. Um, you know, I do 
85% of my swimming with paddles and a pool boy on. Um, it just, I'm for the size of my body, my shoulders are incredibly weak. Uh, so if I don't, I just, I suck in the water. Um, yeah, I really need the, all the strength work. And hence, I don't, I don't come out of the water as tired. Um, I'm not that much quicker, but I'm not anywhere near as tired out of the water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the plan for the rest of the year? Um, from now, uh, Marilyn, my wife, is off to Wellington to do a couple of women's tours. So I'm, uh, I'm her swanny for those for the next few weeks. Um, yeah, and then we uh, head back to the US and do a series of half Ironmans, and the next next Ironman will be back in Roth. Cool. Yeah. Any particular thanks to any of you? Like if I can see you've got your Newtons there, the knee-high socks, any other sponsors you want to give a love? Uh, thanks to all my, all my sponsors. I, I won't try and listen because it's guaranteed I'll miss, miss one, uh, piss somebody off. But, yeah, the, you know, as you know, we can't, can't do anything without them. Um, it's just not possible. So their support is uh, definitely needed and very, very much appreciated. Very good. Well, yeah. Excellent race. Chris McDonald, today's race winner, new course record. Fantastic effort. Well done. Thanks, Tony. Sweet. Thank you very much. Righto, second place today was Kiwi Keegan Williams. Probably went about at least 10 minutes quicker than last year on after a pretty slow swim. So uh, we'll have a chat with him and see how the race went. Keegan, how was the swim first of all? Uh, the swim went well. You know, I got on Granger's feet and just stayed there the whole whole day. And I was quite surprised that we actually had a gap to McDonald and yeah. a few of the others. And so, obviously, at some stage, um, Chris and, and Vibrusik and that probably caught you on the bike. What sort of happened there? Um, Chris called me coming through town. He was going like a fucking, excuse my language, like a madman. So it was like a 40k time trial. And then things settled down a bit. And then I got dropped about the 80k or 70k mark. And, yeah. And then the run, you look pretty smooth going out there. You're sitting in third for a long time. Um, when did you did you pick the pace up, or did Justin blow up, or what sort of happened out there? Um, oh, the first lap was a bit quicker. You know, I started slowing down, but I think Justin slowed down a bit, bit more. Yeah. I noticed that you're wearing a Team BB top. Is this uh, you borrowed, or are you part of the team now? What's the sort of story there? I am part of the team now. I've been in the Philippines to the camp like two months, just um, October, November, so Brett's been training me since the start of October, it's obviously, yeah, working. So what, how are things different to what you've done in the past? Um, more volume, more intensity, <laughs> and not working, so it's eat, train. And what's, I mean, how, how long are you giving yourself, I mean, you, you sort of have you sort of said, right, I'm giving up work for a year, I'm going to see what happens, or how are you sort of planning on playing this out? Uh, yeah, it's like probably two years, and if I can't, can't get fast under Brett, I'm, um, I'm not going to get fast, so, yeah. And what's the plan for the rest of this year? Obviously you're going to be, I mean, you're certainly going to be one of the top couple of Kiwis now. Where, where, what's your plan? Um, I'm back to the Philippines on the 29th of January. And then um, I'm not sure if I'm going to come back into Ironman New Zealand. I'm looking at Ironman China. And then um, I stay in the Philippines until May, and then go to Europe, get my um, <laughs> get my apprenticeship started. Yeah.
Oh, well, it's always good to see a Kiwi um, certainly doing very well down here and well done. And uh, you moved, where, where, what place were you last year? Uh, fifth. Fifth, second. It's only one way to go from there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's Porno here. More Ironman talk interviews. And um, the boys are off. John's, John's doing pizza with the family. And Bevan's off cleaning himself up after his 243 marathon. And I'm here with Merrin Johnston, who uh, finished second today. And first payday as a pro. <laughs> so you must be pretty stoked. I am absolutely stoked. That was one of my goals for the day. And I just hoped that I could make it happen somehow. And it's happened, I think. Not officially, but we've done the maths. It seems right. to work. We've done some dodgy maths, and we think it's, it's all good. So, um, you know, you're, you're a local, and, and obviously that, that helps with some familiarity with the course, but there must be a lot of pressure that goes along with that as well. Yeah, I packed myself last Friday when I just was quite overwhelmed with fear of this race, and I really didn't think I was ready and really bothered about not putting out a good performance, especially in the hometown. But I knew that regardless of what happened, I'd, 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 I'd still be well supported. Yeah. The support is unconditional that I get here. I'm yeah. quite spoiled. If you walk around with Merrin here, you can, um, yeah, she's mobbed everywhere she goes. <laughs> Can't go anywhere small, fast Wana, right now. Wanaka's a small town, and it's um, it's great to see, you know, they've really embraced this race. So how, how do you think the event's, like, what, what's your impressions on year three of the event? Oh, it just keeps getting bigger and better, doesn't it? And um, this this festival of racing that they've had this week has, has certainly helped to lift spirits amazingly. And watching that contact series last night just got everybody fired up, including a lot of the athletes, I think, as well. You just feel ready to race when you're watching these guys fagging it around the course. Yeah. It's great. So um, tell us about your day. Like, how, how, from, from go to woe, I mean, a bit of a choppy lake to start off with. Uh, the swim for me was pretty shocking actually I was seven minutes off the time that I would like to have done on a good day um, so that was a bit disappointing but you've just got to roll with it it was really choppy yeah. um, so then you just got to do the business on the bike and I discovered that I was not too far away from Hillary when we got to the turnaround which I was really surprised so that's the first turnaround and so then I just worked to try and keep close to her and at one point I got heading towards Cromwell I was about 20 seconds away from her oh, so I just kept a target on her back and just kept trying to be close I thought I'm not going to blow myself out trying to pass her I'll just I'll just sit at her pace and um, when we turned left after Cromwell we turned into a storming headwind yeah. and the chip on that that section of road is brutal and it just sucks. So it was Cromwell to Terrace about what 90 to 120 k's was. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and then it died away after that. It was it was more manageable. It was it was much lighter after yeah. we turned. So were you were you riding with the group? No, no, no. no. And Hillary pulled away from me at that stage. She turned the afterburners on and she was just gone. Yeah. <laughs> and people stopped telling me what how the, what the difference was. So I guess it got pretty bad the gap between <laughs> her and me. <laughs> But um, then we started. To, I started to get close to her again, and, yeah. and we had another little little shoot that we needed to turn into, and that was where I saw her about two minutes ahead of me. Yeah, mm, so, bit of motivation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know you're close to home, and you get yeah. all sorts of energy that you didn't think you had. Yeah. And how was the run? Like, what what were your splits today? I I don't actually know what I did for my half. Yeah. I was taking five minute intervals yeah. on my watch, and um. Sitting on about between 23.45 and 24 minutes per 5k. Yep. And um, they got a bit slow.
going towards the end. As they do. Yeah. But I was just, just watching my five minute splits and my heart rate and, and working to, to what my goals were for, yep. the, for the run. And um, I caught Hillary at Rata Street, which is about the 17k mark yep. on the first lap. I just, just reeled her in and um, and I thought, oh golly, is she going to put up a fight? But yeah. I think she was giving it all that she had and today today wasn't going quite yeah. so well for her as it was for me. Yeah. So you've had a big year, like, yeah, what, a 45-minute PB in road earlier yeah. in the year and then another 27-minute PB here. What was what, what the year hold for Maren Johnson this year? Oh, I don't know. I've just been going from race to race because it's it's not planned where I am right now. Yeah. It's just been a gentle evolu evolution, I suppose. And um, so now I really do need to assess what I'm going to do because I think I'm sort of just scratching the surface now. Yeah. Maybe there's more and I don't, don't know. <laughs> not, not a bad position to be in, though, no, to assess not. it. No, that's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. thanks, thanks for your time today. And um, Have you got any sponsors you want to give some oh, to? I'm so spoilt. I have, I have four wonderful sponsors. Races Edge, a local bike shop here, have looked after me so well. Including, I mean, Employee, sure they, yeah. they look, <laughs> yes, but with that goes time off when I'm yep. knackered and yep. need to train. They've just been super understanding. And um, Blue 70 look after my wetsuit, Pinarello looks after my bike, and Pearl Azumi dressed me. Awesome. I'm so lucky. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Marin. Thank you. Hello. Alright, we're here at Challenge Wanaka, and I'm here with Louisa Davis, who's came in as the first non-pro woman so I thought we'd, we'd get a bit of a perspective on the day and, and you're obviously pretty stoked with your time on debut. <laughs> yeah yeah it was awesome it was um, quite a hard swim with a bit of chop and um, the bike was a bit tough with a seemed like a headwind the whole way and then the run was wicked so yeah. I think I made up a bit of time there. Yeah your stellar performance. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What, what was the big thing about the day for you like like how did you approach the day? Well I, I guess the biggest thing is I kept my heart rate at 160 the whole day and <laughs> I'll so, tick along and get to the end at 160. Yeah well, that's good. So You look pretty comfortable at the end. Yeah, I, I love running, so um, definitely you know. a good one to finish on. Yeah, yeah, it's always good to finish with your strength. Start with your weakness. Yeah. So you, you reckon you'll give this one a crack again, or are you? Yeah. Are you semi tempted for Ironman New Zealand. A little bit tempted. I don't know. I'll have a, have a think tomorrow, but um, it's, it's in six weeks, so yeah, yeah, could be interesting. But um, yeah, it'd be, it's a great race. It's um, I actually made time on the run to look at the scenery because I thought it might wake me up and stop me from hitting the wall. Yeah, and so. how, how was the supporters out on the course today? Oh, awesome, yeah, no, it's great. Had, had mum and dad and my fiancé out there <laughs> on the bike course, so that was good fun. And then, you know, coming down the chute, when you come through in transition, it's pretty cool when you yeah. hear your name and I guess people yelling your name who just read it off your number, so yeah, yeah it's, it's a pretty cool feeling. It's, it's a good initiative, eh, putting the names on on the uh, numbers. Oh, definitely. It, yeah, you just get these random people yeah. saying, saying hello and you think, do I know them? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's really good. And I remember the first Iron Man I watched in Taupo, they all had their names on their numbers and I just loved, you know, reading the number and yeah, I mean yeah. the name and just yelling it out. So any, any memorable supporters? Like, oh, any memorable supporters. Any crazy ones out there? There's a big prize today for the craziest supporter. 
seems to be a few clusters of people in yeah. nice t-shirts. Everyone's pretty good. I didn't see anyone too crazy. Probably the craziest thing I saw was a competitor, which may have been a team competitor, wearing a pink wink. Pink I know he's an individual. Pink, oh, individual, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's just went through before. Yeah. I think he's a South African guy. Um, when I did my first Ironman in, 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 in New Zealand, yeah. he was there. Oh. He's, a, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but he seems to cruise through. Well, I got worried because I passed this group of people and he was behind me and they all said, show us your tits, love. And I was like, oh, but they weren't talking to me, they were talking to him. Oh, that's all right. And then they all laughed and I, I was interested to see what he did. <laughs> I, I won't know that. No, it's probably not, not for uh, public consumption. Yeah. All right, well, congratulations. Good, good work. And um, yeah, all the best for the year ahead. And if you're giving Ironman New Zealand a crack, yeah. I'm sure you'll be cool. a superstar. Thank you. All right. The nonsense. We haven't really got many today, but we've just got a couple of things we want to mention. And the first one is now, who was it who sent them through? Scott Horns. Scott Horns. And he's actually a triathlon coach and he's got a website called BellaMultisportCoaching.com. Oh, it's yeah. BellaMultisport.com. Oh, yeah, BellaMultisport.com. He does coaching. He's, he's obviously a bit of a tri geek like us, and he's got lots of cool stuff there about triathlon and stuff. And he sent us through some socks. Some merino socks. Some merino socks. Tell us about them, John. And I'm not usually a sock person, and I actually really like them. I know we say we like most things that people send in, but they were... We do like most things. They're generally they're good. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't like the, often like the thick socks, but these ones are quite... They're, they're quite they're thick, me- they? medium thickness yeah. on the base, and they're really thin on top. And, uh, and I found them to be really good, actually. Mm. And Rob Dallymore, uh, the Iron Talk podiatrist. Podiatrist, nice. <laughs> he, he, he actually really liked them as well, and, and he, was not, he said socks aren't that important, but he actually really liked them. So... Um, I'm not sure if he's selling them on his website, but sure he is. go to his website and we'll put that on www.imtalk.me and, uh, and, yeah, and, go. and if you're looking for a coach and wherever he is, he's done a book on recovery, racing for recovery. Nice. From addict to Ironman. Hmm. That's from addict to Ironman, that's, um, well I presume that, I don't know if that's the one or not, but that's the... Uh, one by, what's his name, German dude. Tom Grenell. No, it must be a different one then. John Hang. Hong? Andreas Niedrig. He, ah. he was a German dude who was a druggy, drug addict and oh, uh, really? on the street and everything. And he pulled it, pulled it around and then he went on and he's won Ironmans and stuff. Really? Yeah. So I think it's only in German though. Wow. So brush up cool. and you'll be away. And the other one was, um, we had some comments in, when we were in Wanaka at the weekend. Well, apparently we were going to do an it? interview. Well, no, it was Brett telling me to interview a girl who's going to be helping out on Epic Camp. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, well, we'll do that. Peeing on the bike for, for females because we've always given the male perspective and we just assumed maybe. To be honest, we don't know because we've got long bits. Well, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> we if, if the same protocol applies for females. So we're going to get some female advice on Epic Camp with Sarah. Sarah, that's right, Sarah. She did uh, the, the bike ride at Wanaka and she was absolutely stoked that she pissed all over her bike. Great. So I actually peed on the run, peed nice. my pants. Nice. Problem was, I was busting for a pee for ages and I got to the point where I was ready to do it. And then all these people stage, were in front of me. Stage fright. <laughs> and I was like, what can I do? So I was like, hold on. And then got past and, and the waterworks opened. It was beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Sponsors. Sponsors. Okay, we're going to do, do Athlinks first. Now, one thing they want us to talk about this week is what they call the Expo page. Now, what this does is if you go to your homepage, so they've been making the homepage really great recently. And we've talked about how they've had the local athletes and the local clubs and in your area, so they obviously use some of the data from your computer 
you like your IP address to figure out where you are and then they tell you people in your area and clubs in your area. One thing they've gotten, for you, those of you who have triathlon-related businesses, this is really great. They have an expo page. So in our area, there's one great company called I Am Talk. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, it's for you guys, as Bevan said, if you've got a business, maybe a coaching business, I should... I, I yeah, you like, really should. I should make sure it's up there. And like um, a bike shop or... Yeah. Or, or anything related to triathlon, get yourself signed up there, and then it's going to help you connect with your local local athletes um, and also international athletes because you'll obviously be on the the fully expo um, part of the site. But it'll especially help you with the local ones. So, obviously, for all you individuals out there, you should now be signed up on Athlinks claiming your results. We have to put the Wanaka results up there and we'll be able to claim away on those. Yeah, I'm trying and to find the result for this one. The Christmas Cracker Triathlon. Who won that one, John? I don't know, but he's. Oh, I thought you won it. Yeah, I did. My name's not Julia Grant. That's a female. Oh, that was good girl's first, didn't it? I like that. Who won that one, John? John Newsom. John Newsom won one, one. You you won the whole thing. I did. You were like, how how come the other guy got first out of the water as well? Uh, Because they haven't got splits there. That's not a fault of Athlinks. There were no splits. It was just a a finish time. And then he went on to beat me at the weekend. Oh, really? This guy, coach. <laughs> so I wasn't happy about that. And the other thing was, uh, I thought I should now, is I'm now co- I now have an athlete um, that I've coached, and he's an Olympic champion. Well, I think we've also got to tell everyone that you're now coaching Andrew Hewitt as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he likes to keep it on the low. Yeah. You know? But they had the Youth Olympics at the weekend uh, yep. in, in Australia. Australia. And uh, my fellow got seventh in the individual race, and then the Kiwi team took out the team race. So they each did a triathlon back-to-back, like a 300-swim, oh, 9K bike, 3K run. Kiwis took it in a sprint finish. So I now am an Olympic champion coach. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. You're Olymp- wow, do you get the medal? I don't. They should have a coach's medal. They should, they should have a coach. If you've got a business and you want to get promotion with a group of athletes, and this is really target market stuff, it's really great. So go on to Athlinks, put your business on the page, and you'll find it in your local area. It'll come up, and it's really great nice. for coaches, shops, anything like that. Cool. Coffees of Hawaii. Hawaii. The shipment has arrived, Bevan. I haven't cracked it oh, open. Oh, really? The shipment's arrived. So oh. All you boys are coming on Epic Camp. Good boys boys and girls. Boys Just and girls. Um, we're going to have two, maybe three girls on the camp. First time ever, possibly. Yep. So Who are they? Uh, we've got Tara Norton. Oh, she's good. And she'll probably smack me this Joe year. Joe Carrot, and she'll probably smack you as well. Oh, no. Not on the flat, but she'll probably smack you on the hill. She's about 50 kgs. Oh, um, really? And just motors up the hills, and she'll smack the majority of the guys. Really? The hills. Um, she was often maybe fourth, fifth over the tops of the big big passes in um, France. Really? Uh, in Italy. Oh, is that Madman's wife? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yep. Saw Madman running last night, actually. Oh, really? So. And? And possibly one other that will be confirmed next week. So you going to be amazing? Yep. <laughs> oh, man. It'll be the last time you give me grief about being beaten by girls. Well, 14-year-old girls is different. Oh, they're, at their, they're at their prime in their swimming careers then. So Coffees of Hawaii are going to be sponsoring the camp, and we've got all the products so guys get through the days nicely. Um, remember, get onto the site, and you can if you sign I up for their... they sponsor Chris McDonald now. They yeah, sponsor do everyone, don't they? They do. Looking after the people that matter. Yep. If you go to the site, if you haven't already got one of their coffee cards, um, if you go up the top right corner of the, no, the, the homepage, yeah. if you sign up to a coffee card, it gets you um, preferential treatment, keeps you up to date with all the newsletters and so on. So if you go up the top right corner, click on that, join up the coffee club, um, and then uh, you can keep updated with everything that's happening with coffees of why, new products, specials, etc. I've talked about this in the past, John, but do you know why it's really cool to have the coffee card? Why? Because it's cool looking. Oh, the other thing I've got to say about coffee... Um, 
What right, do you want to do? Right. Go to... What do you want to do? Products. 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 Uh, products. products yeah. Um, uh, buy online. Buy online. Uh, just go to anything. Go to anything. Island blends is what I've gone to. This is not good radio. This is not good radio. Podcasting, I should say. Uh, go to another section. <laughs> Hawaii Island style? Um, no, this isn't going to work. Okay, well, just tell me what you're going to say. Okay, so what's the name of the really small coffee that's really strong, like only a small little hit in the bottom? Did I say espresso? Yeah. Okay, it's called... You know, um, that's right. Oh. But the, what they wear, there's a T-shirt at one of the local coffee companies in Christchurch, and it's got on the back... There is no X in express, espresso. Oh. Espresso, not espresso. And, and people get fired up, are they, John? They do, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> so you need to get pronunciation right. It's espresso. And Coffees of Hawaii, of course, have espresso. You can go and get it. You know what? Site. Coffees of Hawaii, it's going to be my savior in Epic Camp. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Every day. Yeah, well, I'm just going to use it tactically. We should ask Albert about maybe looking if you can do some like iced coffee somehow. I don't know how you, how you do yeah. it. I'm sure it's pretty straightforward. Maybe sure it's just milk, Albert, ice, and coffee. Why don't you email us through how you do iced coffees? Because I don't. Albert know. is such a legend that we got an email through from someone the other day asking they're doing they're doing like a business report on him from yeah. university. Yeah. Man, Albert, you're a legend. So. No one's ever asked to do a business report on me. <laughs> Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go to coffeesofwire.com. Hey, we're in, internet superstars. Put in the code IMTALK and you get a... Uh, 20% discount. discount. It's a no-brainer. Nice one. And you know what? We actually got an email. We need to put the email through from someone who got the present. Oh, we've already done that. No, no, we've got another one. Oh, okay. And they just said it was amazing. Everything about it was amazing. And So if you're thinking of people's birthdays, and I really do think for guys, because guys are hard to buy for, you know, it's a great gift. And not just Christmas time, any time throughout the year. Troybuys.com. That's of course I men talk. I know. Love it. Troy, uh, not Troy. Um, it's Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Change our logo, please. No, no, that's good. <laughs> I like being a bit rebelish because you, you know what are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what's on sale. Okay, we're going to pick an item. What do you? What do you? What do you need right now, John? I need some. You need cycle shoes, don't you? I do. And I, Cameron, I'll be emailing you about this. Cameron, <laughs> he's going to be emailing you about this. And here we go. Dasani shoe covers. Nice. Those toe covers are actually very good. They are very good. Wheels are pretty cheap. Get yourself a pair of Zip 606s for $1,700. It's about $500 off if you're looking for rear race wheels. Yep. Zip 303s, again, about 500 bucks off. CPO bike, whoever you say that. CPO bike, indoor trainer, Blackburn one, 163 bucks. It's about 183 bucks. Look at the helmet. Off. The Oz ZY helmet by Louis Garneau with a funny thing in the back. What's 110 US? 55. It's 50% off, John. It's uh, they've also got the the TT rocket helmet. It's a rocket that one. So there's plenty of deals oh, there. Oh man, Phil Bibbs. Are they Bibbs? Phil Bibbs. Yep, Lycra Bib from Louis Garneau. We're 160 now, 80. So there's still sale. Paul time. had those shorts. Great, 140 now, 70. Nice. Oh, it's a no-brainer, John. So they've, they've still got their sort of Christmassy sailors still, um, what's that stuff you call? Um, um, mistletoe. Mistletoe, sort of all around the site. So you can get on there and there's still great, great deals. The Saudi t-shirt was 38 bucks, 19 bucks. Nice. DeSoto, that would be. Oh. Why do I say DeSoto? <laughs> no, that's, no, to be honest, that's probably how you should, how we would pronounce it, us Kiwis, but it is DeSoto. Oh, okay. So trybuys.com. So sponsors are? Athlinks.com. Get your business on there. Coffeesofwai.com. Double espresso. <laughs> firing people up. Turn it on purpose. And trybuys.com. Really, you need a Dasotti t-shirt. Mm. Beautiful. 
So, John, how's the house going? We had one night in the house. Okay. Yeah. First night. <laughs> we consummated the house, Bevan. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. But it's, uh, it's all good. Really? Pretty much, except um, it's a house that's about 25 years old. Yep. Um, it's a good neck. Big house. Good sized house. Is it big yeah. rooms and stuff? It looks big from the outside. Uh, the upstairs lounge is really nice, good size. Even upstairs and downstairs lounge, yeah. No, we have that just on upstairs lounge. Uh-huh. Um, but the, the pool took a bit of a hammering. Did you drive home on sun, uh, yeah, Sunday? Yeah, man. Sunday, man. It was hammer time. We, I've never, ever driven through a storm like yeah. what we had on the way back from Wanaka to Christchurch. I was thinking, man, I'm glad we weren't doing an epic temp through that. <sighs> it was hailstorms. It was a picture in the paper. And the water, this is middle of summer, was up as high as the bonnets and cars. Yeah. Uh, it was ridiculous. Cars were pulling over. There was crashes left, right and centre when we were coming home. Oh, really? Um, oh, we missed it. But when I got home, because yeah. we left early, but when we got home, it came through Christchurch. Yeah. Was, man. Yeah. So that's made the pool temperature go down a couple of degrees, which um. I'm not happy about. But um, no, the house is good, but it is 25 years old, and this is, lots of things have been replaced. But one thing that hasn't has been all the light shades. Oh, really? So it's old school? And they are old school lights. Do you have a dishwasher? We don't have a dishwasher, oh, which no. we're a bit disappointed about. But You're going to have to buy one. You gotta buy one. Got to I once got a dishwasher for a pair of shoes. Nice. It was a good trade, day. Eh? Nice. It was, and I got given the pair of shoes. One thing, <laughs> this is, uh, one of my mates missed out on a spot prize at the weekend. Five hundred buck wetsuit. Didn't didn't the prize giving because we had a prize giving at nine thirty at night, and we'd just finished the race, oh. and it was pissing out the rain. So we all went home. He <laughs> didn't go. Missed out on five hundred. Who was wetsuit. it? Ross. Oh no. So. Did the prize giving for Wanaka? Uh, yeah, they had a lunch on, 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 uh, on the Saturday, on the Sunday, but we'd gone. So we probably missed out on Sunday. So, so what, just unpacking your life now? Unpacking. No, it's going all right. It's good. Blunder's, yeah. Blunder's a good woman. She's a good woman. <laughs> <laughs> so Blunder's unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exciting happening in your world? Um, school holidays still, so me and my daughter are doing something big today. I'm not quite sure yet. Um, I'm enjoying having some time off. My body is pretty sore. The problem is, I didn't taper. I taught. I did <laughs> nine hours exercise up till Friday. Nice. Um, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I did nine hours, and then on Monday I had to do three hours again. So today I don't have to exercise, and to be honest, I'm pretty happy about that. Nice. I'm in a world of hurt. Got another race this weekend as well, Timaru. Oh, that's right. Well, good luck. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Iron Rust. I'm Mendo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.